Hi, guys. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the hosts of Happy Hour Gets Weird, a podcast where we have cocktails and talk about weird shit. And this is our one and done episode. The house margarita of episodes. Mm-hmm. Which happens to be our favorite kind of episodes. The dollar draft night of mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. How do you not love a dollar draft night? And we're drinking this episode. A uh, We're in the middle of dry January, like smack dab in the middle, pretty much. And, well, a little bit past the middle. But we're drinking a kombucha mule. It's our non-alcoholic mocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's redundant. It's a mocktail. Um, <laughs> but it's ginger kombucha with a little bit of muddled mint, squeeze a lime, and I topped it with soda water, and it's pretty good. It's refreshing. Even if you don't like kombucha, I suggest you try it. I think that it's a really good idea. I'm not super into kombucha, and I keep trying to drink them, but I think I'm going to make this maybe tonight because it is good for you. It is. It is pretty good for you. It's good. It's refreshing. I I think next time I make it, I'd add a little simple syrup. Or like agave or whatever. Agave. Something sweet to mm-hmm. balance it out. Yeah, a little bit of agave because it's, pre- it's on the bitter side, but some people like that. Yeah. I and, like being bitter. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, just so happens that we are not only having a mocktail – but we are talking about serial killers and their cocktail or drink of choice. Another serial killer list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't, doesn't get any better than this or worse. Yeah. Not our first or our last. We've done a few other serial killer list type episodes. Mm-hmm. If you want to check any of them out. We have. We, um... We did serial killers and their zodiac signs and serial killers last meals on death row. And stories of serial killers being caught. Yes. And Britt from Nightmarica podcast was on that one. That one's a pretty fun one. Yeah. I mean, is it just me or does kombucha kind of smell like dirty feet? I think that kombucha is the work of the devil, (laughs) but that's just me. The hipster devil. (laughs) Yeah. The devil rolled in. He was a hipster. He has a bun. He made kombucha. Um, all right. So let's get into this episode because it's going to be a good one. The main source for this episode is MurderMileTours.com. And also dabbled in, I also dabbled in Wikipedia. So our first serial killer on the list is Dennis Andrew Nielsen and he was a Scottish serial killer in the 70s and 80s who had a thing for sex with dead men and seasonal mold wine which he made himself wow those are pretty uh different hobbies that you just mentioned yeah he's a what's that a man of leisure <laughs> i i would i personally would not call <laughs> A necrophiliac, a man of leisure, but that's just me. (laughs) When it wasn't the season of giving, Nielsen enjoyed a rum and coke, specifically Captain Morgan Black Label. Dennis would lure homeless men into his apartment under the guise of a warm meal, shower, and a place to sleep, and a cocktail, of course. He would strangle them, 
remove their organs, which he threw over his fence, by the way. Terrible neighbor. What the? I know. Just, can you imagine? He washed the bodies, he dressed them, and he would keep them for weeks up to months for a very grotesque companion. And this is why, in my opinion, rum and coke should be listed as part of the McDonald triad. I agree. <laughs> Turn that try into a quad? Yeah. McDonald quad. <laughs> We're adding rum drinkers to the list. <laughs> the next serial killer profile better have drinks rum on it. <laughs> it's just science. It's pure science. <laughs> the next on our list is John Wayne Kate Gacy, also known as the killer clown. He liked to drink a whole bottle of J&B scotch and blackout. But Gacy wasn't just a crusty clown you avoided when he was in his cups. He turned out to be a horrific rapist and murderer 36 times over. Gacy would lure unsuspecting men to his house where he sexually assaulted, murdered, and buried them in the crawl space under his house. Pathetically, Gacy blamed J&B and his blackouts, claiming he didn't remember what happened. He was put to death in 1994. Uh, Bye! Yeah, fuck off. Um, not you, Gacy. <laughs> I was wondering. You're like, whoa. Sorry, I'm just reading here. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Ian Brady and Myra Hindley, a disturbing killer couple that targeted kids in Manchester, England in, during the 60s. The worst. D- at the actual worst. This couple from hell drank cheap white wine Ian even had a hobby of making his own in a barrel with veggie scraps, sugar, and alcohol. Sadly, Ian and Myra were able to kidnap and murder five children before they were caught, and these sweet babies are known as the Moore's murders. So, so sad. Yeah, they were despicable, like, straight-up demon people. Obviously, and who the fuck essentially makes their own prison wine at home? It's weird. It's I okay, so there is a trend I see. I think people who are kind of sketchy and and coupled with try to make their own alcohol, there's there's you there's something not right. Making your own alcohol, add that to the serial killer profile. Mm-hmm. Yes. All you home brewers out there. <laughs> we have you better one keep eye it on, on the up and up. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is next on the list, or as some people know him, the Milwaukee cannibal. He really liked to party. Dahmer is the second psycho on this list to enjoy rum and cokes. Like I said, rum and cokes give me a bad vibe, and it's sorry, not sorry. Check, check, double check. (laughs) (laughs) Dahmer would start the night with some brewskis, usually Paps or Miller. Then he'd switch over to rum and coke, and if you live under a fucking rock... Jeffrey Dahmer killed 17 men and boys from the 70s to the 1990s. He would build shrines from his victims' bones. He tried to preserve and cannibalize his victims. And he really did some fucked up shit to his victims. So that's Dahmer. In a nutshell. Yes. I am always surprised that Dahmer drank such weak-ass beer. (laughs) Because he was a true alcoholic. You think he'd be like a double IPA kind of guy? Yeah. I just, I mean, I get it. You can just slam 15 PBRs fast. They just go down like water. But it's just shocking to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the thing with Dahmer is he was so fucked up drunk when he was doing his thing. I'm actually genuinely surprised that he never accidentally dismembered himself. Like cut his own hand off on accident because he was so wasted. Up. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, he was, he's, he's got some problems. He had, he had some problems. He's also was, uh, killed in prison. Yeah. He has some problems and that's our professional opinion. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer has some problems. Yes. Next on our list is Dr. Harold Shipman, dubbed Dr. Death. This prick from England, in England, was convicted of murdering 15 of his patients, mostly elderly women. He would inject his unsuspecting patients lethal doses of diamorphine, which is just basically lethal heroin. Uh, horrifically, he was only convicted of 15 murders, but it was found out that he is responsible for around 250. He's one of the most prolific serial killers ever. I despise, I mean, I despise everybody on this list. They all can, they all fucking suck, but... There's just something especially evil about a doctor or a nurse, these mm-hmm. angel of death type killers. It's just yeah. very disturbing to me. It really is. And what did the good doctor drink after a long day of writing prescriptions for death? Classic gin and tonic. And he actually preferred Gordon's gin. Uh, good thing, though, he killed himself in prison in 2004. Cheerio, motherfucker. I can see a doctor drinking a gin and tonic. Yeah, it's fancy. Classic. Yeah. It's very dignified, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Ted Bundy. This piece of shit in a polyester turtleneck. We hate Ted Bundy so oh, hard on this podcast. I fucking hate him. He's an overglorified, not at all genius, inbred, racist space freak. I fucking hate him. He's not attractive. No. And like he was able to invade, evade police just by switching the part. In his hair, okay? There's nothing brilliant or genius about that. No. He's a piece of shit. He drank Mickey's Big Mouth, and on special occasions, he would enjoy dinner with a nice glass of red wine. My hate for Ted Bundy is really, it's a bottomless pit. And it's just magnified by the fact that he fucking drank Mickey's. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Next on our list is John Hay the acid bath killer he operated during the 1940s in the uk and old johnny boy enjoyed a glass of sherry he also liked wine with dinner white with fish and red with meat of course and don't ever offer him a pint of beer because he was a very classy accountant who murdered people and stuffed their bodies in drums of acid for her his own financial gain beer though in his opinion was vulgar ironically Get off your fucking high horse, you dirtbag murderer. Seriously, I fucking hate this guy. And he also looked like Hitler, so I hate him even more. Uh, and he was, was hanged to death. the look he was going for. <laughs> I think he was, actually. And he was hanged to death <clears throat> in London. Next, we have Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper. He liked a beer with a shot of whiskey, and he wasn't picky. Sutcliffe opted for whatever was cheapest the night he was in the bar. <laughs> I know he's real classy 
Uh, Sutcliffe attacked and murdered women between 1975 and 1980, most of whom were sex workers. He was a real fucking loser, for sure. And he actually died in November 2020. And it's probably one of the best things to happen in 2020. Agreed. I think. Uh, and I also, though, <laughs> went through a phase of my drink was a, a beer and a shot of whiskey. You don't have to align yourself. You don't have to say we have this in common. <laughs> but I wasn't a loser. I had standards. No, you had standards. And you weren't a murderer and a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. You have that going for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite shot? My favorite shot? Mm-hmm. Straight shot, not not like lemon drop shot. Tequila. Same. So that's just where I'm at in my life. Tequila all day, every day. Yes. Always and forever. Yes. Yes. All right. Next up on the list, we have Anthony Hardy, the Camden Ripper. He killed anywhere from three to nine, probably more women, who were mostly sex workers. And this is actually a fairly recent. He killed women in the early 2000s. And yet again, here's another one of these fucks that drank rum and Coke. Okay. So we've done the work. This obviously needs to be added to the serial killer profile. We've yes. made the case. We have the evidence. It checks out. Yeah. If you see somebody drinking rum and, rum and, co- rum and coke, you just, you just need to keep an eye on them. Yeah. I mean, I think Tiffany had a 40 and slip. She said rum and coke, and you absolutely need to be <laughs> fucking running in the other direction. Rum and coke? More like run and coke. Okay, Yes. So here's the thing that here's here's what we know. McDonald triad, bedwetting, animal mm-hmm. cruelty, obsession mm-hmm. with fire, likes rum and coke. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. we go. It's science. We've proven it. We just done this study. The conclusion is, don't trust anybody that drinks a rum and coke. FBI hire us now. <laughs> yes. So after a complaint from a neighbor, police visited Hardy at his flat. After getting a key from him to a locked door, which he said he didn't have, the police discovered the naked deceased body of a woman on a bed. Hardy said he didn't know how the woman, whose name was Sally White, got in his flat due to his rum and coke problem. Oh my God, these people are such pieces of shit. Yes. I hate when they won't take responsibility. Seriously. Uh, I'm seeing a pattern here, like I said, and I don't like it. No. Uh, but the silver lining to this whole scenario, according to Wikipedia, this fuckhead died in prison November 2020 from COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how true that is. That was on Wikipedia. So and I didn't look any farther than that. But, you know, bye. Uh, next on our list is Eileen Warnos, the one and only woman to grace this glorious list. She was a Floridian sex worker and serial killer in 1989. Eileen was straight up when it came to her drink of choice. She drank black coffee all day until she switched over to a few chili Millers. She would loudly proclaim, it's Miller time, and then she'd smash an empty beer can with one of her titties. Jesus Christ, I just watched a video of somebody doing this, and ouch. 
Yeah. Grabbing no, your she, boob and smashing a beer can. She actually, I, I, she probably didn't do that. I made that part. Of no, she probably fucking did do that. <laughs> uh, but she did like cold Millers. Um, and Eileen was put to death at Florida state prison in 2002 by lethal injection. I think that we should do an episode on Eileen. I do too. I feel like, I mean, I don't have any sympathy for any of these people. They're all terrible. They're all pieces of shit. A lot of people have traumatic card upbringings and don't end up being serial killers. So fuck these people. But Eileen does have a backstory that is pretty intense and Mm -hmm. crazy. And I would be interested in exploring that more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is definitely, I think, a product of her... uh, environment and her upbringing Mm -hmm. it's the whole like nature versus nurture debate yeah yeah um eileen yeah her case is pretty pretty interesting uh okay and then next on our list we have ed kemper who is a giant dog fart coming in at six foot nine inches (laughs) also known as the co-ed killer Ed killed young co-eds in Santa Cruz, California during the 60s and 70s. He also killed his own mother and grandparents. After killing his abusive mother, he put her head on a shelf. He screamed at it for a few hours, threw darts at it, and even had sex with it. God, he was so fucked up. Yeah, he really was. Uh, Ed often had sex with his victims after he killed them. I semi-recently found out that he actually had a girlfriend for a short period of time which Mm -hmm. to me is surprising yeah I found that out too and I um I learned that too you know they say that Ed Ed said that he did all these things he's been very open um during interviews prison interviews and police interviews um that he did it for his hatred towards women or that he couldn't because he couldn't he didn't know how to communicate with women, um, but he did have a girlfriend, so I call bullshit. Yeah. I mean, these guys are all liars and women. Yeah. Uh, Ed, the most ironic thing about Ed's case, in my opinion, is he used to hang out at a local cop bar called the Jury Room, where he enjoyed cop talk and shots of tequila, just straight up shots of tequila. And that's what we have in common. Yes. Yes. Uh, this, it is, um, our, what is, what that Venn diagraph would be, you Mm -hmm. know, like Ed Kemper, Cassie Tiffany, and in the Mm -hmm. middle would just be tequila shots. That's all we have in common. Yes. That's the only thing. Ed eventually turned himself into police and he asked for the death sentence, but in California it was abolished. So he's still in prison to this day and he, um, I think, is eligible for parole in 2024, which he won't get. He'll be in prison until the day he dies. No, thank cause... you. And no, no. Could you imagine this giant serial killer just being out there again? Nope. Nobody should let that animal out of his cage. Just hanging out on the Santa Cruz boardwalk? No. <laughs> no, but, thank you. Uh-uh. And, no, and, thank you. Yeah, and prison has not been kind to him. He looks even more scary than he did when he, um, you know, I don't think they give out moisturizer in prison. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Does he look parched? He, it hasn't, he hasn't aged well. That's it. not like a fine wine. He's aged like an old shoe. Like the old shoe that is his soul. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And that brings us to the last 
garbage heap on our list, and that's Dr. Thomas Neil Cream. Yes, Dr. Cream. Let's just don't ever see anyone that's named Dr. Cream. I just I don't like it. I don't like I don't like your name. I don't like your face. I don't like it. There's a doctor out there named Dr. Cream with a single tear rolling down his cheek right now. You know, you could get a legal name change. You know, I to the, to the opposite of cream. Brick. I don't know what the opposite of cream is. Uh, powder, I guess. I would I would think Dr. Dr. Powder. powder? Uh-huh. You would go see Dr. Powder? No, neither one. Mm-mm. Dr. Brick? No. Yeah. Cuz that makes you think of like Rick James. She's a brick house i would i would be that patient who that's would just... just playing on a loop in his office when you yeah get there. <laughs> well this is a weird gyno appointment but i feel comfortable yeah i like it i'm jamming uh dr cream known as the lambeth poisoner he would invite sex workers to his house for a warm meal a guinness and a good time he murdered six sex workers in chicago and then moved to london and murdered more sex workers. What? That's crazy. Yeah. He would lace Guinness with strychnine. If mm. only he had mixed up the bottles and killed himself because he also liked Guinness. That was his drink of choice. Yeah, that's pretty risky, poisoning yeah. the drinks. Yeah. And he uh, is an old-timey douchebag because he was killing women from 1881 to 1892 and this was just before he was hanged for his crimes in London. And here's the, the kind of weird part about it, if that's mm-hmm. not weird enough for you. Let's get a little bit more weird. Mm-hmm. Some say that his last words, as he was being hung, he yelled, I'm Jack the... And then he died. No way. Yeah. But it couldn't be proven that's what he said, and it couldn't be proven he was Jack the Ripper. So it's like an urban legend. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. if? I know. My takeaway from that is Guinness has been made for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My takeaway was don't trust people who drink rum and Coke, obviously. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Yeah. So that's our list of serial killers and their cocktails of choice or killer cocktails. Yeah. You know... We definitely don't glorify serial killers on our podcast. We hate them and talk shit on them. But it is interesting when you kind of put these lists together and you see where things overlap. And I don't mean the rum and coke shit, which is, you know, kind of suspect. But I mean, you see like patterns of behavior, Mm -hmm. having the drinks, giving themselves these little allowances to do this really fucked up shit, Mm -hmm. going back and blaming the drinking for behavior Mm -hmm. or saying they don't remember things it's just it's just interesting to to see these patterns I guess crop up pop up yeah it's I think it just falls into like the classic narcissistic or sociopathic behavior of not taking responsibility for yourself and Mm -hmm. um you know and there's like so many layers too because you get into this like does the alcohol you know inhibit their inhibitions Mm -hmm. does the alcohol uh, uh, are they self-medicating for something else and that leads them down a darker path it's just it's weird Mm -hmm. and it's um suspect just like 
just like rum and coke. So, I mean, nothing against rum or coke. Captain Morgan, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but just the combination together, it's just, it's, it's, it's suspect. So, anyways, that was our list. And that's our one and done episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yes, and if you want to see uh, a picture of the kombucha mule or the ingredients to it, just check out our social media. That's Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we always post our pictures and episode topics and post any pictures that go along with those on our social media. And that's where we interact with listeners too. So if you want to interact with us, Don't ask me out for a rum and coke because I will say hell no. (laughs) Love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. We've done it again. 